It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by McAllen Construction. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. I'm Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field. We are putting this podcast together on Friday, March the 3rd. And Brad, here we are, another podcast and another winter weather advisory. What's going on? Yeah, Dan, um, you know, finally we're, we're getting some winter. And uh, it, it, it definitely looks like um, this storm tonight could be a little bit on the sneaky side. Um, you know, it, it, it's taking a course that in the winter, in a normal winter, gives us a decent snowstorm. And we've got things set up that makes me think this could be a little bit worse than we're saying. For example... We're saying that a winter storm advisory is in effect for the northern half of Connecticut from 7 p.m. this evening, Friday evening, March 3rd, until 7 p.m. Saturday evening. But just to the north of that and abutting Connecticut up toward um, Heartland, if you go north and you move up into Granville, Massachusetts, they have a winter storm warning in effect there. So you you can see if things shift maybe a degree or two or things shift in terms of the track a little further to the south, that winter storm warning could pull in across northern sections of Connecticut. So I'm kind of thinking, you know, most of this year I've been poo-pooing things like well the uh i think the winter weather advisory is a little overdone i don't think so this time i think if anything we should actually maybe have a winter storm watch up where we're carefully watching the the situation but the point i want to make straight off the bat here dan is for the folks who have uh, their their loved ones and their friends traveling around through the afternoon commute, we are absolutely fine. The storm rolls in 7 to 10 p.m. this evening. And sort of like the last storm, which incidentally, we nailed it on the Bradfield Weather Podcast, uh, it's, it's coming at night. The bulk of it is coming at night. So... Uh, we're not going to have to deal with solar radiation kind of cutting down on accumulations or anything like that. Uh, the, the temperature is going to be critical right around 32. So this could be that heavy, wet, pasty snow, Dan. And the, uh, the other thing is this is a storm. It's not a uh, little weather event coming through. It's a storm. And it's going to be replete with wind. And uh, the Winter Weather Advisory, which is up from the National Weather Service for Northern Connecticut, has it up for between one and six inches of snow accumulation. I'll break that down in a minute. And winds that can gust to 45 miles per hour. So if we put pasty snow up on the tree limbs and power lines and stuff, and we get those 45-mile-per-hour gusts, the potential does exist for some power outages overnight tonight and into Saturday morning. So we'll have to be on the lookout for that as well. 
Okay, on that note, Brad, uh, let's take a look at on the weather map. What does it all look like? Where is this storm coming from? That sort of thing. Well, uh, right now, the the storm is, uh, as Dan Fogelberg would sing about, in western Kentucky. Um, and the, the, the storm is going to uh, track to the east and northeast and move into Ohio by 7 o'clock this evening. Now, that's the primary. We've got cold, high pressure up over Quebec province. And when you're looking at a snowstorm, you're looking for, in addition to the storm coming and taking the proper track, you're looking for a cold air supply. And this cold high over Quebec may be just the ticket. It may shove down enough cold air into New England that we do see more snow than what the models are bargaining for right now. And we'll get into that model breakdown in, in just a moment. But following up on, on the On the Weather Map segment, Dan, and the track, I think by the middle of the night, we are going to see quite a storm organizing in Chesapeake Bay. And that storm is going to move to, you know, the, the far eastern tip of Long Island, Montauk Point. It's going to be south of Montauk Point at about 7 a.m. on Saturday. So once the storm begins at about 8, 9 o'clock this evening, it will rage through the night right up until 7 or 8 o'clock tomorrow morning when that storm passes by Montauk Point. And then by 7 o'clock tomorrow evening, the storm will be off Cape Cod and continuing to pull away to the east. So I think the worst part of this storm is from about mid to late evening tonight until mid to late morning tomorrow. If you've got uh, uh, driving around that you're going to be doing uh, tomorrow, uh, you know, you might have snow and ice in your driveway, but I think once you get out to the, the main roads, once they uh, plow them down and everything, I think we're, again, looking at just wet pavement uh, anytime from late morning tomorrow uh, through the rest of the daytime hours of tomorrow. We'll return to the Bradfield Weather Podcast in just a moment. I want to talk a bit about McAllen Construction, underwriters of the Bradfield Weather Podcast. McAllen Construction is a full-service construction company, woman-owned, a small minority business, licensed with the state of Connecticut, and insured. McAllen Construction services the entire state of Connecticut and is on call 24-7, and that includes snow removal. And you heard Brad say we are going to get a snowstorm. McAllen Construction is licensed as a major contractor, new home construction contractor, plumbing and piping limited P7, home improvement contractor, and subsurface sewage installer. Utility, carpentry, excavation, and snow removal for residents, commercial businesses, and state and local governments. McAllen Construction. Call McAllen Construction today at 203-758-3474. That's 203-758-3474. Or go online, McAllenConstructionCT.com. That's McAllenConstructionCT.com. McAllen Construction, your place for residential projects to snow removal. Brad, I know you like to break down the various computer models. So again, as we put this podcast together on the 3rd of March, uh, what do these computer models show? 
Dan, they're all sort of in agreement about the start time. So um, the the start time across Connecticut, I think, is between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. I favor 7 p.m. in Fairfield County. I favor 10 p.m. in Wyndham County. So it'll be spreading southwest to northeast across the state. So, you know, as is always with these start times, you know, give an hour wiggle room here here or there. But I do think by mid-evening, the storm is going to get going. Now, we're looking at surface temperatures today with the sun out now. It's a beautiful morning uh, between 38 and 44. So it's possible when the snow, when the storm comes in, uh, that the lower atmosphere is still mild enough to support some raindrops. But as we've talked about a thousand times in meteorology, we just don't talk in terms of north, south, east, west. We talk in terms of north, south, east, west, up and down. And as the precipitation moves from the cloud level toward the ground, it will be mixing with it colder air from cloud level. So places that do see rain, I see them going over to uh, snow or ice pellets uh, as we go through the evening. And as the temperature, uh, excuse me, as the precipitation picks up in intensity, it's more likely to be snow as the cold air comes down from the cloud level. So we're in agreement on the start time with the models. The NAM, the North American model, is awfully sleety. And what I mean by that is that there's a middle layer in there somewhere where the snowflakes might melt. But then as they, the, um, the melted snowflake moves down to the ground, it will freeze again into like one of those little ice pellets or sleet that bounces. So... Um, the 10 to 1 is the conversion of an inch of rain can convert to 10 inches of snow as a starting point. With regard to sleet, about a quarter inch of rain yields about an inch of sleet. So it's that, you know, kind of heart attack thing when you go to shovel it. It's very, very heavy. So the NAM is giving now this is for Bradley I used Bradley as the point for Bradley 1 to 2 inches of snow then up to 2 inches of sleet so you're talking about maybe on the ground tomorrow morning 4 inches of stuff on the ground in northern Connecticut tomorrow morning for tomorrow morning the NAM the North American model has a combo of rain, ice pellets, and snow across the state as the storm pulls out from Montauk Point and moves toward Cape Cod, and it should be tapering off during the late morning. That's the NAM, so we'll put that aside for now. The GFS is a snowier model. The GFS has for Bradley maybe as much as eight inches of snow. So we'll conservatively, because it's going to be heavy wet, we'll conservatively say four to eight inches of snow with the GFS model. This is again for Bradley. It's going to it's going to change greatly when we start talking about Middletown. We start talking about New Haven and New London. So we'll get to that in a minute. But the GFS has four to eight inches of snow for Bradley. 
mixed with ice pellets and rain right around daybreak tomorrow when we're in the warmest part of the storm. Once the storm passes by Montauk Point and goes by our longitude, the winds will come more around to the north and the atmosphere will cool at least up at uh, higher levels of the atmosphere, will cool, and we might see a transition back to snow uh, during the day on Saturday. Now, the HRRR, which is the high-resolution rapid refresh model, those are very short-fused models, and they just look at the next, say, 12 hours ahead. But this HRRR model, I was just before we connected here dan um i was just looking at it because the new data was coming in the h triple r has five to six inches of snow for bradley going over to freezing rain and rain uh tomorrow morning for bradley so again these amounts of snow even the gfs amount of four to eight inches doesn't sound like all that much but if you've got pasty snow and a temperature around 32 and you've got winds whipping in the 30 to 40 mile per hour range gusting to 45, you know, you put two and two together, it equals four. And in this case, it equals the potential for power outages. So um, I, I'm sure uh, Eversource is, is looking at that um, carefully. I don't want to divert here, but I want to get this straight because we seem to be changing a lot of things in this country. But to be clear, what you're saying is two and two still equals four. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know math is, is low on the totem pole in terms of <laughs> curriculum these days. But, uh, I, you know, I count on my fingers. One, two, three. You know, it, it still does equal four. Yes. <laughs> now, along those lines, I know that, uh, and I'm not speaking for Bradley International Airport, but I, I know that you would probably agree anybody who has a flight out of Bradley tomorrow better check ahead, right? Oh, absolutely. Especially if you're one of those early bird flights like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m. type of things. Yeah, those could those could absolutely be in trouble tomorrow morning, Dan. But once they make a few passes and the sun comes up and it's 9 o'clock or whatever, I think the tarmac will go from icy, slushy, snowy to wet. So, uh, you know, once we get from mid-morning on tomorrow, I mean, snow can still be falling from the sky, but I do not think it will stick on the roads. As a matter of fact, I think just the opposite. I think it'll be melting on the roads once we head into the mid and late morning. The joys of being a meteorologist in Connecticut in March. For sure. Now, that said, I know the National Weather Service has some point predictions. So what what have you come up with with that report? All right. Um, they they you it's an experimental thing. But they use a bunch of these different computer models that I just sort of read to you about the NAM and the GFS and the HRRR. And they've got various algorithms and stuff and they come up for it and, and they look at the sounding. What I mean by the sounding is the DZ, the, the, the up and down over a particular city. And they mesh it all together and they come up with these point forecasts. Now, they have these point forecasts, but as I said, keep in mind, I think, Brad Field thinks, 
that this could be more toward the high end. So I will give you their actual point predictions, and you're going to be duly unimpressed. But then I will give the high-end prediction, and I think you will be more impressed. All right? So, the I-95 corridor, if you live in Stamford, or Bridgeport, or New Haven, or Old Lyme, or Old Saybrook, or Mystic at Stonington, and Groton in New London, less than an inch of stuff. There actually could be nothing. But we'll say according to maybe an inch of stuff. You get inland from that and it builds up. For example, Springfield, Massachusetts has 3.1 inches of stuff on the ground tomorrow morning per this point forecast. Bradley, which had six or so last storm, the storm earlier this week, uh, 2.5 Torrington 2.5. I told you you would be unimpressed. (laughs) (laughs) Union 4.9. But that is a little bit of a clue, Dan. You know why? Because Union is right on the Massachusetts border. And remember, I said the winter storm warning is just to the north. So that just kind of gives you an idea how close it is from being like two inches to maybe five inches. Um. Willimantic, 1.4. The city of Hartford, 1.2. The city of Waterbury, 1.5. The city of Danbury, 1.3. Now, even if you only get 1.3, this is not the type of snow you can go out with a whisk broom. And I mean, it's going to be heavy when you go to shovel it. It will contain the heavy wet snow. It will contain ice pellets. It will absorb raindrops that fall. But these are the point forecasts per the National Weather Service. Now, high end, which I think could actually transpire because of the position of the cold high over Quebec, because of the secondary storm taking over around Chesapeake Bay and taking a favorable track not coming over us or going west of us, going south and east of us, out past Montauk Point and then out past Cape Cod. Here are the high-end totals. Union, 7 inches. Bradley, 6 inches. Torrington, 5 inches. Waterbury, 3 inches. Meriden, Middletown, 2 inches. Danbury, 2 inches. Willimantic, out toward Yukon, three inches. Norwich, even, southeast Connecticut, two inches. Um, Hartford, Metro, four inches. And East Haddam, one. So I looked at everything, and this is what I came up with. Less than an inch Maybe nothing on the I-95 corridor. It may be rain and sleet there. Move up to the I-84 corridor. I'm calling for one to three inches of stuff. Heavy, wet stuff. Snow, ice pellets, and rain. Very slushy when you go to shovel tomorrow morning, I-84 corridor, and give yourself 10 or 15 miles either side of the I-84 corridor. Then you get up into the northern third of Connecticut, where you live, Dan, where I live. 
one to, th- excuse me, three to six inches on the ground tomorrow morning. But if Bradley achieves six inches from this storm, as Bradley achieved six inches of snow from the, t- uh, the Monday-Tuesday storm where we did the storm-specific forecast, this six inches will be much more high impact than the last one because the snow will be heavier, it'll be wetter, it can cause power outages, and it will be whipped by wind. So this could turn out to be a storm I think it's low end on this, but it could turn out to be a storm we remember simply because of there could be power issues. So uh, I I just want to make everybody aware of that. And again, if you're traveling today, you're fine through seven o'clock. Once you get beyond seven o'clock tonight, uh, from mid-evening tonight through daybreak till like mid-morning tomorrow, slushy, snow-covered, ice-covered roads. Okay. Now, the storm goes by. We're through the storm. Go back to on the weather map, and what do things look like? Yeah, uh, it looks like a nice end to the weekend, Dan. We will have um, high pressure on Sunday morning, uh, strung out from the Great Lakes down the Appalachians. We will be on the cold delivery side of the high. Remember, we're clockwise around the high. We'll have northerly winds on Sunday, and I think temperatures only say between 36 and 42, which is uh, near and below average for the time of year. So uh, a nice Sunday, sunny but cold, or, or chilly at least. Monday, we will see high pressure from Hudson Bay to North Carolina. So again, we're on the cool side of the high. Um, sunshine uh, on, on Monday. Temperatures maybe get up into the low 40s. Tuesday morning now, Dan, we will have another low pressure area right around Binghamton, New York. So it's sort of on the New York, Pennsylvania border. Okay, so that's the primary. But all of a sudden, I'm looking at the models And they've got a secondary storm forming off New Jersey. Now, if that happens, Tuesday could turn out to be snowy as well. So, especially because, remember I told you about that high on Sunday and Monday. It's going to be in a nice position again to deliver cold air or cold enough, quote unquote. And then uh, maybe a favorable storm track again. So... If we are looking at this thing coming in on Tuesday, Dan, you and I have already agreed off air that we would do a podcast again on Monday. So this particular podcast, we're focusing on the storm and the weekend forecast. But keep in mind that thing could be coming again on Tuesday. And then once that goes by, it looks like it'll be a cold, windy, northerly flow uh, coming in on Wednesday. And it's just our bad luck, Dan, while we were sort of luxuriating with uh, (laughs) temperatures about 8 degrees above average during the month of January and about 4 degrees above average during the month of uh, February. I've always said, and you can go back to the first 10 podcasts we've ever done, that 
the weather balances out. So I just have this gut feeling as one of the coaches of the Granby Varsity baseball team that we could have a crap spring. And, you know, just cold and lots of showers and maybe occasional sleet and wet snow and all and all that stuff and and i mean when i look at this it's sort of coming to fruition so i i i don't really like what i have to say because even when even me when we get to this time of year i'm all about hey let's go mow the lawn let's go play golf Let's get the kids outside and, and get baseball practice underway. I don't want to have to be playing Bradfield meteorologist for the <laughs> baseball team. Well, I have to tell you, though, and you talked about uh, the first 10 podcasts even. Last month when I was talking to my brother about the weather and how warm it was, he was the one who reminded me, Bradfield always says the weather is going to balance out. So that has stuck with a lot of our audience, that comment by you that weather always balances it out, and I think we're seeing it here in the month of March. Yeah, and the easiest way to explain it, Dan, um, is if um, if our winters here in Connecticut, let's equate it to a high school student, and the high school student usually achieves Bs and just barely gets onto the honor roll, but they, they achieve Bs. This winter in Connecticut has essentially been F, D minus, C. I, I mean, that. now, how is that a B student? It's not until the B student starts getting an A, an A, to counterbalance the F, get the, get the score up. And that is essentially climate. And our climate tells me that what we've had in January and February is not the climate of Connecticut. So to get climate, to get that average to come out, what's got to happen? We've got to balance the warm winter out with a cold spring or maybe a, a cool summer or whatever. But it will eventually balance out. Okay, and on that note, and again, we're putting this podcast together on Friday, March the 3rd, as we wrap things up, what does our forecast look like? All right, it's a beautiful day. Uh, I, the sun will give way to increasing clouds this afternoon, Dan, and temperatures about seasonal for March 3rd, 38 to 44 for the temperature. Now, mid-evening tonight, the storm comes in with heavy rain, heavy ice pellets, heavy snow, depending on where you live. The temperature near 32 in the northern half of Connecticut, maybe about 34 or 35 down near I-95 corridor, which is where I'm expecting it to be primarily rain. But where it's 32 or 33, you can get that pasty snow sticking to the trees and the power lines and, and, and all that. So be on the lookout with winds gusting 30 to 40, perhaps 45 in spots, potential power outages tonight. So again, tomorrow morning, the mixed precipitation ends. Final accumulation, less than an inch, I-95, maybe nothing. 
uh, I-84 corridor, one to three inches of stuff. Northern Connecticut, where the winter weather advisory is up right now, three to six inches of stuff. But uh, if you're not in good shape, probably you should not shovel this stuff that's going to fall from the sky to, uh, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow night, it ices up as temperatures move back down into the 20s. Uh, you know, who knows? We could actually have maybe five or six days in a row with snow on the ground, Dan. Highly unusual. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> on on Sunday, sunny, temperature 38 to 44. I remember one winter where I think we had like 47 days in a row of perpetual snow cover. This right. winter, if we've had 4.7 days in a That's row, right. I, you know, I, it just is such a weird winter. Monday is sunny, temperatures in the 40s. Tuesday, snow or rain or both. Uh, primarily in the morning, I think. And then later in the day, uh, partial clearing, 36 to 42. And Wednesday, sunny, windy, cool, 36 to 42. Okay, and on that note, Brad, to uh, you and Sandy and our podcast audience, be safe. This, as you said, is a storm that packs a wallop. So be safe, have a great weekend, and we will be back with another podcast on Monday. Looking forward to it, Dan. I hope you and Susan have a great weekend. And to our podcast audience, thank you. Um, we appreciate the feedback, too. Uh, I was going to say, Chris, your brother, hmm. he's one of our most loyal yes, he is. fans. He's always, um, he's always retweeting yeah. the podcast. <laughs> and uh, we've got a few of them out there. Um, I, I, I'm not really sure this gentleman's last name, but I believe he teaches in Cromwell. His first name is Curtis. He's always retweeting our podcast. And, uh, you know, I we get a lot of people that say, um, you know, Brad and Dan, you guys were always great in the business. And it's so good to still have you in the business. And when there are storms coming like this, they do turn to us. So yes. uh, it's it's much appreciated. It sure is. And on that note, that is going to do it for the Bradfield Weather Podcast. The Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by McAllen Construction. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail.